we, 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 we should rap about things that we like, like, like food. That's right. You bugging at death, you know it. We're gonna be like the Partridge family, but with food. You like food, don't you? Got any uh, white bread? Yes. Oh, wait. I am the spaghetti. Duval, you're not the spaghetti. I am the spaghetti. Let go of the lid. Got spaghetti in you. Is this organic? Sure. Is it grass-fed? Yes. Cruelty-free? What's so special about the cheese maker? As the saying goes, you are what you eat. And I am freaking cheese. <laughs> Yeah. How are you, sir? I'm good, Peso. Yeah, we're recording now. <laughs> Stop that chit chat. We've had a nice little gossip session <laughs> off the record. And now we're talking about the real stuff. Uh, this is good lab now. Yeah, I like it. It's a bit lemony. Mm. I can't wait till I have milk again and I can do lab now. That was one of the ones where I got used to having endless feta and endless labna just on hand. And so, now, now I don't. Mm. Yum. Really nice. Um, oh. So, sorry. I've discovered that American barbecuing is a lot slower than I thought it was. Yeah, what do you mean? Because you've got, um, got to go to America to do it. No. So I got this... I scored this American-style charcoal smoker oven. Why is it American-style? What makes it American-style? Um, I think it's just it was one that they're importing from America. So it's like, you know, like we sell a Weber. Yeah. And everywhere, you know, you just see that those charcoal barbecues everywhere. Mm. I think this one is one that you would see at a local Bunnings or whatever in America. Oh. So it's like a it's like a. Are you making that up? No, no, because it's it, even on the on the packaging you can see. Oh, it's, had a package. Yeah, yeah, it was all in a box and whatever. Oh. Covered in dust. They'd had it sitting in the back of their warehouse because they they import a lot of stuff from America. They do um, fishing and hunting things for Australia. Oh, like what? Oh, we'll talk about that later. Oh, all sorts of stuff: cases and bows and arrows and oh, lures really? and yeah. Nets and stuff. Yep. Ropes. Yeah. Oh, uh, don't know about ropes. But I know other places I can I can point to that. Okay, anyway, anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was taught I just wanted like a little box smoker, a little hot smoker. And they said, Oh, we've got one of these just sitting here, do you want one? And it's it's like a, it's smaller than a forty-four gallon drum, but it's like a drum with a lid basically. And then down the bottom it's got a bowl that you put your charcoal in. Yeah. And then above that it's got um, another bowl that you fill up with water. Yeah. So it keeps everything very moist inside. Mm. Um, and then it's got two sort of lots of... You can flavour that water. Yeah, evidently you can. Mm. So I did... You put beer in there. On, a fr- on the Friday night I did a buttermilk cured chicken. Buttermilk cured chicken? Yeah, so buttermilk, salt, sugar, lemon, fennel, peppers... And then soaked it overnight in that. Yeah. And then put it in this slow smoker. And I thought, oh, three hours, you know. But it takes, because it's the, the charcoal's right underneath the water, it takes ages to sort of heat the chamber up because it's sort of heating the water 
and then it heats the chamber up. So could you put in boiling water? Yes. Well, I read that after <laughs> I'd done these two, <laughs> that you should put hot water into the thing because then it cuts down the sort of stoking time. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I did this and I did the chicken for two hours in the smoker and then finished in the oven. And it was, it was really nice. It was mm. smoky and, and lovely and whatever, but... You know, if it had had five hours and was sort of falling apart, slow cooked, it would have been even better. Yeah. And then I did ribs on the Sunday and the same thing. I probably was four hours short of my cooking time. So they were cooked and they were really moist, but they were still quite, they weren't tough, but they were firm. Yeah. They weren't sort of falling off the bone. Yum. So, So I'm thinking, I think I'll do a pork shoulder. Yeah. Some sort God, of, how long will that be? Twelve well, I hours. Think, I think. Oh, I think I'll just do it the night before. Yeah. And do it as pull pull. Yeah. And then if it's done in the morning, then I can just wrap it up and reheat it. And if it's not, I'll just keep going. Just keep going throughout the day. Yeah. Right. God. Wow. Yum. So, what a great new toy. Yeah, it's a freebie. So I think I've got to just get my head around cooking that way. Because I've never really cooked that slow, really slow cooking. Mm, get some brisket. Mm. That'd be good. Get some brisket. Then you got a real American barbecue. Yeah, you know the thing with brisket is, though, it's freaking expensive now. Because <laughs> everyone wants to everyone buy wants it. it. Yeah. It's oh, went, uh, I went into to Superwatch the other day to buy a bit of brisket, and I was like, holy shit, this is like three times as expensive as the last time I bought brisket. Mm. So all the American chefs must be. Man. Well, you know these, um, you know the dudes at the Makers Club that I did the uh, butchering course with? Yeah. They are doing, on the same weekend as Regional Flavours, a barbecue, slow and low barbecue festival. They've had 22,000 mm. RSVPs. Yeah. That's not bad, eh? Not bad. Jeepers. So anyway. Is it part of regional flavours or is it no, just separate? separate. Wow. Just I wonder if regional flavours will get that many people. Yeah. Well, they won't get that many people because they haven't got room for that many, many people. people. So now they've got a ticket, the event. They weren't going to ticket it. They were just going to let people come. But now it's like yeah. bloody hell we've got to ticket it. Well, that, that Eat Street thing on the Story Bridge, it's sort of oversubscribed, isn't it? Uh, seriously? What? I don't get that. They're having three sittings, right? They're letting like, I don't know, something like 20,000 people in every sitting, each sitting, sitting. I mean, when I say sitting, they're walking around. Goes for an hour and a half and then they've got to clear the bridge and let the next 20,000 people on. It's the the same thing as... Buy a hamburger and walk up there tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's 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 a little bit like... um, the bridge to Brisbane, and also when they do, they do that bike ride where they close down all the bus lanes yeah. from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. Yeah. You know, you're getting to sort of do something on a piece of public property that you don't normally get. To, yeah. Get to do. And obviously, people love that. Mm. Hang out on the not, Story Bridge. Not this bunny. I'm not doing it. <laughs> well, I don't like. I don't like, I don't like crowds. No, I was gonna say I don't like crowds. <laughs> No, I'm not doing that. Truth. I do want to go to the the Logan version of Eat Street, which is oh the truck. 
hip hop and trucks or something. Yeah, in the Ikea car park. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Really, we we sort of we need to sort of plug it in and have it planned because going out on a Friday night for yeah. us is a bit bit of a. It starts early though, isn't it? Doesn't it yeah. start like four thirty or something? Yes, I think it's the first foods at five. But like we normally do our bedtime bedtime routine at six. So yeah, right. Um, like yeah, yeah there's always ways around it, but mm. it just mean you probably pay for it the next day with some grumpy kids. But it can be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you just stick them to sleep in the back of the car? Leave oh, the yeah, window they, down a bit. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> No, you just you just keep them up for a bit longer, and they'd fall asleep in the car on the way home. But um. yeah, that looks good. Mm. I um, went last Friday night to snack down. Was I oh, telling you about yeah, that? Yeah, you were telling me about this last. This is I'm really interested in this one. How was it? Yeah, it was good. It was good. What were the two themes? Okay, one was um, a Korean in a kimono or something. So oh. it was meant to be, you know, Korean Japanese. Um, mishmash and the other one didn't even have a theme that was the guys from Two Trees and King Arthur Cafe so the kimono Korean that was Nick Stapleton who used to be the chef at Serveco in the city mm-hmm. and he did some soup a sweet potato soup and then he had like four tortillas with shredded meat on them which I'm a little bit over mm. as you know um, no, um, no cactus. No cactus. <laughs> um, and then he had this amazing caramel popcorn with this chili chocolate oh. sauce, which was freaking awesome. And then the other dudes had oh, and he had a um, a tempura piece of salmon on some puffed rice and stuff. Anyway, it was good. The other dudes they did. So it's a it's a snack off. Yeah. Right. So little little meals, little four bucks each oh. for a snack. And then the other dudes, they did. Oh, they had pork crackle and some kind of creamy mashy shit. Don't know what that was, but they misjudged it. So the crackle came ages later. Mm. And then they had shredded pork on a tortilla, ho hum, and shredded lamb on a tortilla. Mm-hmm. And um, they did this awesome nut milk, this peanut milk oh. with a chocolate chip cookie. That was freaking awesome. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's a really, really awesome thing to do. So they're just serving these snacks and everyone goes, and then you vote for who you think had the better food. Yeah. And then the winner gets to come back again and there's a, you know, a win off. Yeah. And so... It's cool. So we've put in it. We're going to do a team. Yeah, it sounds like a great vibe. Sounds like a cool thing to be at. It's really good. You know, it was just a really cruisy crowd. They've got a bar there. They're just serving. You know, they had some um, mulled wine and they had (laughs) beers and wine and iced teas and stuff. And, you know, they've got a ping pong table. They have big fires. and what? So where is it held? Wandering Cooks. So the, is that a, a ve- like an actual venue? Yeah, so that's in um, Fish Lane and she, that's Ange and she has like the incubator for small businesses. So people that have food trucks can rent a kitchen there and yeah. cook. And, but then they've got this awesome warehouse space. So it's they have a truck night there on Thursdays. They truck it's Thursday. Yeah, my, my mates go to that all the time. Mm. Well, to spring it on you, I think we might be recording a podcast down there sometime soon. Where? At Wandering Cooks? Yeah. Yeah, well, you should come down the night that I do my – because we're going – okay, so on July the 10th, 
think it's Friday night, mm-hmm. um, we've got a team together and we're going to do what we're calling cafeteria yum cha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I can do July 10. That's cool. So yeah. maybe I should do a bit of a, mm. bit of a wandering podcast. Yeah, it's cool because people just sit around chatting and, you know, you know, you always have to end up sitting at a table with people you don't know and there's groups. It's just a nice little vibe. Mm. Nice. Yeah, although I'll be churning out my tortillas with shredded meat, so <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I hit her up and she said, oh, I'd love to be on the podcast, but I'm mad busy. I said, that's all right, we'll come to you. Oh, and mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's great. Mm. So that'll be good. The other thing I'm doing down there. So for the barbecue festival, I'm doing a pickles class too. <laughs> what are you going to pickle? Cabbage. No, we're going to do pig's ears. And pickle then pig's ears. Um, pickle pig's ears, and then you fry them. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. They're all crunchy and yum. Um, we're going to do pickled. Cucumbers, of course, pickled onions, just doing quick pickles to have with barbecues and I'll do slow pickles. We're going to do pickled watermelon rind and then I'm also going to do some pickled apples and lemons, which you can either, you know, you could have with a nice vanilla labner or you could actually just quickly whack on the barbecue and have with your pork if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Barbecue's really starting to mature a little bit in Australia, isn't it? It's not... Mm throw some snags on and walk away sort of thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's taking a long time, hasn't it? Yeah. You wonder why. Maybe because, I don't know. I think it's because our interest in food had to catch up, really. Like, not that, like, a good Australian barbecue is still a good barbecue. Oh, anything barbecue is great, let's face it. Like, even... Even the bunning sausage is great. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> at a certain at a certain time of day when you're hungry and you walk past. Though I do like my local um uh Mitre Ten. Mitre Ten? It's not a Bunnings. It's mm. a big it's a big hardware store, but it's not a Bunnings. Masters. No, it's not a Masters. I think it is a Mitre Ten. It's like one of the last few non Masters yeah. Bunnings left. Mm. Um they do the um I think it's the Gotzinger's Continental oh, sausage for like an extra dollar. So yeah, wow. You, and you walk past them cooking on the barbecue and try not to reach for your wallet. Because, you know, it's Kransky and, and mm. you know, um, uh, what else do they have? Kransky with cheese and chorizo and a bit, bit of mustard. They do those and nice onions. white ones. What are they? What are they? Uh, is that, that's a Hungarian one, I think. Yeah. I did anything. Oh, that's there. a posh. Yeah. Pretty hardware Barbie. But I've talked to them before and they said they always. You know, they sell out of their continental ones and then whatever they've got left is just their normal ones. So, yeah. yeah. Obviously works and they're getting a few extra dollars. Mm. Oh, you can't go past a sausage. Sausage really? and a bit of white bread. Well, the other day I was doing sausage tastings and um, <laughs> out at the butcher shop and, um, you know, when they go cold, they're hard and yeah. Fatty. So then I threw them in. I made one of those stroganoff sauces. Oh yeah. And I just threw all the sausages in them. Yeah. Well, the blokes come in. They thought it was the most gourmet thing that ever. <laughs> sausages. Sausages. <laughs> sausages. I really want to do. I was thinking about doing a, a pastry. So get like a little bit of 
steak and do like a pastry case, but like a crown, so it's sort of like open. Mm. And then have a bit of stroganoff with some um, red onion and mushroom on the top. So it's sort of like your steak with your sauce on top, but then like a little pastry plate that it's already in. Oh. Yeah. Hang on. I don't know how I do that, but. You were, is the crown sitting on top of the pastry or the steak sitting in the crown? No. So imagine like like a plate, like so normally you'd have a pastry case. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be folded over. Yeah. So instead of folding it over, have a bottom and sides. Yeah. But have it sort of coming up. Yeah. And, and all around so that as the as the sauce sort of cooked and bubbled and melted a bit, it, it catches it so it doesn't spread yeah. out. But, yeah, and then have the, the crispy sort of around and then just dig in. Yeah, so like a pie base with a steak and... Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Didn't, but you, you wanted that sort of crispy, the puff pastry, not a... Because aren't pie bases short crust? Yeah, and tops puff. Well, I always... Mm. But it depends. Yeah. Yeah. I love short crust pastry. Yeah. So nice. Pastry, anything pastry is good, eh? What did I do? Oh, Shepherd's Pie the other night put short crust pastry in the bottom. Vanessa goes, that's pretty fancy. <laughs> I'm like, I've got an opportunity to make sour cream pastry, I will. Uh, I cooked up some um, bolognese the other night and, you know, I made up, you know, you get a kilo of pork and a kilo of beef and I had I bought a pork trotter and, you know, so I made a big batch. Yeah. So what do you do with the pork trotter? Just put it in for flavour and then yeah. dish it out at the end. Yeah, and it gives you all that nice gelatinous yeah. to the sauce as well. So you've been you've been holding back on me. First you tell me you had pork mince, <laughs> and now you you tell me the next bit. What else do you put in your bolognese oh, that I don't know about? In a few years' time, you'll get the whole recipe. <laughs> it's like a, if you listen to podcast twenty six, you'll get part nine of Sal's bolognese recipe. Okay, so the pork pork trotter is. Piggy trotter is really good for the gelatinous, so it gives a nice yeah. thick consistency. Anyway, so I said to Pat, oh, we're going to be eating bolognese for the next, like, two weeks. That's why he said to me today, I'm sick of meat. <laughs> oh, what do I want to have? Soup? He goes, oh, I'm sick of soup. <laughs> Give me some um, um, nice fried rice or something. You might be sick of food. <laughs> I think it might have to be um, something Asian tonight. You do get over meat though, don't you? Yeah. I've been cooking lots of slow braised everything lately. It's just too much. That's why I love that fresh spring roll recipe because it's mm. just so much salady, crunchy, fresh stuff. Yeah. And especially this time of year because you get the snow peas and the mm. and that sort of stuff. It's just all that crunch. Yeah. It's really nice. It's making me want a salad. I might have to make salad for dinner. <laughs> mm. I've got heaps of, or not heaps, but cherry tomatoes at the moment. Oh, you're growing them? Yum. Yeah. Always try and have a few tomatoes growing. can never keep up, though. We eat a lot of tomatoes. But, yeah, I've got, for winter, not a bad amount of cherry yeah. tomatoes. Nice. I really like, I've tried this thing with the, where you, you bury the bucket and you put yeah. Holes in the bottom of the bucket and then fill it up with water and have manure in it and sort of leaches out. Yeah. Uh, but I'm Did you say have them in urine? No. <laughs> <laughs> manure. <laughs> Cow's manure. <laughs> urine. I don't know 
was it about something new? You know how they're doing a piss on the lemon tree? Oh, Something yeah. Wow. Okay. Now we've got a I bloody get re- I get really upset with my flatmate when he pisses inside. It's like, I've got like 30 fruit trees that you could be helping out. I know. We've got some at work. I should pet you. don't have to pee on those. They really need some help. <laughs> It's a little bit more public at, uh, at your work. Through the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Terrible. Okay, so we're in barbecue meat world, really, aren't we, you and I? Mm. Well, yeah, the ribs were lovely and smoky, but they're just too tough. I wanted them to just be sort of like, you know, push them off the bone sort of. Yeah. But the, the, the moisture level was... Like they look like they were going to be really, really dry, oh. but the moisture was quite high. They were really nice and moist. They just hadn't broken, you know, the, the, the yeah. structure in between the, the muscles hadn't broken yeah. down very much. That's its time, isn't it? Yeah. Have you ever had a whole deep fried turkey? No. <sighs> <laughs> I've got an old neighbour and keeps on going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna deep fry a whole tur- whole turkey. I'm hanging for it. Actually, I might actually send him a thing and say you can. I don't like, uh, yeah, I don't like turkey. No, I'm not a big rap either. But why I want to try it is because oh, it's amazing. It's really moist. It's not dry. Yeah. Uh, and he injects it with bourbon and different whatever. <laughs> Stuff is it? Is one of those things where it's not so much what you're actually eating; it's all the stuff that you've added to. I don't know. I don't know because I'm not a big rap on turkey either. But I'm willing to give a deep fried turkey. That's very American. Because um, you know, that's what uh, Vanessa always says. Because when we go to the island, I go and get oysters, mm. and I'm not a massive raw oyster fan. Mm. But you know, I like Kilpatrick. Vanessa's is like. Why don't you just give me the oysters and you fry up some bacon and some onion and add some Worcestershire and some cream and eat that and I'll eat the oysters because you're just wasting them doing all that stuff to her. Yeah. And she has a point. True. You are. Mm. It's like Pat when we go out. He always goes, oh, it's a special night. We'll get a dozen oysters, Kilpatrick, thanks. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, I feel like I'm in the castle. So can we have half <laughs> half natural, them? please? Half of them raw. Though I am keen. I reckon one thing that that, that smoker would do really well is oysters. <laughs> smoked oysters. I love smoked oysters. I don't give a shit. No one can do them better than that John Weston tin. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, no, I tell you. Um, Ginge got some oysters from, remember I was telling you about those from Gladstone? They were smoked in brine. Oh, my God, you've never tasted anything like it in your life. They're oh, yeah. insane. That was just a little fishmonger, though, and he was doing his own. In glass? Yeah. Find out where. So yeah, I will. Send Mum along to get something. Yeah. Oh, they were amazing. Northern Ter- when we were in the Northern Territory, they had these really, they, they were they black-lipped oysters, but they were massive, mm. really, really big, and we um, – They're just too big. Oysters. Oh, but we hot smoked some. Oh, okay. And they were because they were. I think the bigger stuff takes that smoke. You know, it's not as not as delicate. Yeah. And so it, t- it takes the smoke better. Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. Also, a better way to eat it. Eating those big oysters with you know three or four bites—that's disgusting. <laughs> if you can't eat an oyster in one, if you can't just let it slide, you need down. to have it in. Just bite it once or twice to release the flavour. That whole chewing thing, nah. No. Nah. 
No good. And they are, those bigger ones are a lot chewier. Yeah, they're feral. I don't get that. We got a really uh, a black-lipped one last time I was home. Mm. took a photo of it, which is, like, really rare. There's not many black-lipped ones up here, Yeah. But it wasn't massive, but it was, like, a big, nice, big oyster. Yeah. And Pia, who eats all the fresh oysters with Vanessa, she said it was pretty good. She got it? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's her birthday, so I actually knocked it off because I was picking oysters and I mm. and tapped this one and the, the rock that it was on tapped it off. Mm. And so you sort of put it back up and and tapped the, the, the shell off it. And as soon as I tapped it off, I'm like, oh, that's that's completely different because the edges are all that black, yeah, that real sort of vibrant black. Mm. And I was <laughs> I stuck it in a different bucket in the water. Mm. And then when we got back, I was like, here you go, Pete. Here's your birthday present. <laughs> so this is on the rock with this, just this big oyster on top of the rock. It was pretty cool. Nice. God. And I think just took it out and she just went <laughs> straight down. <laughs> Have you Instagrammed it? I did actually, I think. <laughs> Far out. So no other eating out this um, week, so. What else have I been doing this week? No, I'm going out to – I'm going out Friday night to the uh, cat bird seat, seat bird cat, cat yeah. seat, bird That's seat, nice, that place. Yeah. Which is meant to be good. Can't wait. It's my outing. That's about it for me this week. I've been laying low. Yeah, I've been doing bugger all. I haven't done anything interesting food-wise this week. I do want to do, actually, that's what I'm going to try this weekend, is that, did I send you that onion that you yeah, cut yeah, into yeah. and it turns into a flower? Yeah, I'm going to try that this weekend. I need to find that. Mm. Oh, that no, was you a, need to make it and then I'll Instagram, Instagram it. it and that'll make me want to do it. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. God, uh, yeah, no, I haven't done that. But I've probably eaten it. Yeah, talking about... You know, t- timing your meals. I did um, I did uh, palmy last night, chicken palmy, with mm. hand cut chips. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is just a bit of a favourite around that place. And I did it a little bit different this time because I had some other stuff I was doing at the same time. So I just I crumbed all my chicken and put them on a rack and put them in the oven. Yeah. And just baked them. Yeah. And then I do the tomato sauce and I just put the. Um, mozzarella through the tomato sauce so it all melts through yeah and then just pour that over at the last minute yeah and so I had that all on track um, and I'd forgotten to heat the oil up so these chips ready to go and you know they take a good yeah, yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. 20 minutes so like everything was ready yeah, except the chips <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a master chef episode oh and I still haven't got the uh, the portioning down like you know got this many adults and this many kids so I need this many potatoes and this many this much of this do you over or under over always over never. everyone always overs never over never under because you always think oh I don't want them to go hungry yeah but you think much. what are you going to eat how many hand cut chips are you going to eat lots <laughs> <laughs> it's not me that I'm worried about it's the other it's probably the other people that eat under but even even I had to leave the last of the sweet potato and potato chips there's like six left. I just couldn't, just couldn't wedge them in. in. Yeah, it's funny. It's like with catering. Everyone, we've had this conversation before. Mm. Oh, I'll just get a cheese platter and some quiches, and no. So I'm have you? It. Have you ever gone under? No. 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 Okay. But I do a thing too. Like if I do a catering job, 
I'll always throw in, okay, so I did a catering job the other weekend and I didn't know whether they were going to be total piss heads and get really pissed and hungry or whether they are just going to be dinner. Yeah. You know? So I packed crinkle cut chips and I thought if they're really hungry, I'm going to do little paper bags full of crinkle cut chips. So I took that and I took some dumplings. Yeah. Did I need them? No. Bought them all home with me. They're in the freezer. Yeah. But for that, for me, was just, you know, backup. Back yeah. But I do do that. But if I've got a dinner party or something, no. Nah. You're spot on. No, I'm not spot on. Usually I have a little bit more, but not much. Yeah. So being a caterer, do you know where I can buy <laughs> slider buns, little buns? Where sells little buns, fresh buns? Go to... One of those um, big supermarkets. What, like, big one, not frozen? No, in their bakery section. Really? Like yeah. Coles and Woolies? Sell little slider buns? Mm-hmm. They're about that big. Uh-huh. They're a little bit smaller than a um, dinner roll. Yeah. Because do- we're doing, um, uh, got a meeting on Friday for work. And yeah. we've got... We finally started doing some, even though I think we're, we're going to be too late for it, but um, we started doing some glazes that do that American-style flavour. Yeah. So we've got this really nice chipotle glaze. Mm. Um, it's actually... Chipotle. Chipotle, sorry. It's actually the... <laughs> but chipotle's great. It's just as good. Oh, my What's that other thing, can't you say? Uh, lots. There's lots of things that I can't say probably. <laughs> I have a really good vocabulary, but my pronunciation is <laughs> woeful. Um, and it's it's really nice. It's um, it's got that smoky chili thing down pat, and so I really want to. The way they make decisions is like everyone tries it, and you sort of basically it's not like a vote, but you know if everyone's keen, then yeah, let's get it in and get it out there. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. So I want to do these little. I was just going to do some chicken thighs in them and then a little bit of coleslaw and put them on this little sauce. Are you like the work cook? Pretty much, yeah. Shit, it was funny. The other day, right, at, when I'm out at the butcher shop, they were going, oh, yeah, and this bloke came in and he cooked his beef strong enough. Was that you? <laughs> yeah. Shit, I knew it was you. And I, yeah, it was bloody, bloody beautiful. But, you know, no one sells it. It's bloody beautiful. Yeah. I was thinking that's bloody B, so he's yeah. in there cooking up a storm. So they bought all bloody. the stuff to do it yeah. and no one's – I've checked every shop now. No one's got it in their shop. Oh, no one's got any left. What brand's yours? No, no, they've, they've, got, the, they've got the stuff to make it, mm-hmm. but no one's actually physically made it up and put it on strictly. So are they buying that in big bulk packs, the mix, or have you got it in – Yeah, it's, a, it's in a powdered form. So all they have to do is add water to it, make it up and add it to – beef strips and it's ready to sell. Yeah, right. That's all they got to do. But, I don't know, no one's done it yet. Just nuts. I, I actually, I opened the guy's bag when I was down at one of the shops and I'm, because they were resetting the shop up. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I'll cook you guys some breakfast. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll get some bacon. And no, I'm like, no, we're going to have some stroganoff for breakfast. So we had stroganoff on, on white bread. It's it was beautiful. Yeah. Mm. It's like, but, yeah, the bag is just sitting there and open. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so that's all right. 
I'll go and have a look at Woolies tomorrow. Yeah, well, that's right. I did some little sliders the other week and mm. uh, it was Woolies, I think. Otherwise, you can just go to any Vietnamese baker and they'll make them for you. Okay. Yeah. That's what I want. I just want to do some because it's a meeting, so I don't want it like a big burger. Like yeah, or just, just get some little side rolls if they don't have it. Yeah, they're only that big. And I just want so everyone can have a bit of a. Mm. And I'll do a couple of bits chopped up so you can just taste it straight on. But mm. this is a good one, so I really want to get it out there. So, yeah. yeah. All right, so anything you want to plug? What am I plugging? Uh yeah. How's your paint going? You sell lots of paint. Yeah, well, we're starting classes on the 18th of July, so we're starting all our um, upcycling workshops. Can you get your link up yet? Mm, no, because the designers do it. Hopefully tomorrow the girl comes in tomorrow to do that, so maybe by the time this is up. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We're going to do rag rug making, lampshades. Should do felt hats. Oh, I need bloody... Mm, Kira's brother. Kira's brother. He's in Nippon. Mm-hmm. Um... And I don't think that's something you learn in one class. No. <laughs> anyway, it'll be cool. So that starts on July the 18th. This one being a chalk paint class. What else am I selling? Come along to the barbecue festival. That's on the 17th and 18th. Oh, that's a busy weekend. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, also, I won't be taking that class. Yeah, regional tales <laughs> as well. That Actually, that might be changed that weekend. Mm. Oh, well. All right, we'll put it in the show notes. I've got nothing to plug either. <laughs> All right. See you soon. All right. See you.